king in it. Rule your own world. It's India. That was Smack My Bitch Up by The Prodigy For You. Why do you think you're a little radio presenter? <laughs> I just love doing those little things at the beginning. It takes me about 45 minutes to come up with a song and I'm like, yes. But now we've had a brilliant morning today and I was feeling... Hang on. R.I.P. Keith Richards. Oh, yes. I've met him, you know. Have you? Yeah, I went to uh, Glastonbury and I met him. I went um, with the the click sergeant, which was one of the cancer charities that supported me. But it's not about me today. Today is about custard. Is it? Well, kind of a little bit. Just I was feeling like a little bit more of a ravey song this morning because we had a great meeting this morning. We're having lots done to her. We've I think we finally. If you don't know what I'm on about, custard is our bus. It's all happening over on YouTube, so head over to our YouTube channel if you didn't know we had one. Hang on, what's your name? My name's Amy, <laughs> and this is Craig. So if you're brand new to this podcast and you're wondering what she's chatting what is, about... What is going on? <laughs> we are Craig and Amy, also known as King In It, and this is the King In It podcast. And this specifically is our India series. Yes. So in this podcast, you can expect to hear stories of our mental journey... In our little rickshaw called Chapati, which we drove from the north to the south of India. Um, what Amy's talking about is our bus called Custard. Yeah, I'm just relating to why the song was so upbeat. And, you know, when I when I choose a song, I usually give a reason for why I have chosen that specific song this ah, morning. is it? So, yeah, I was feeling a bit more like, let's have a dance, let's go upbeat. You know, we was raving when we got out of that meeting because we're going to wrap the bus in a new colour. We're very excited. Mm, it's going to be sick. Okay, back to the registered documentation at hand. <laughs> the registered schedule programme. What are we going to be talking about today? So in the last episode, we talked about um, our first stop, which was Delhi. So if you haven't listened to the last podcast, go and catch up on that one. So we talked about our first impressions of India, poisoning, robberies. <laughs> All the good stuff, <laughs> like pure gold. Just standard India. <laughs> Um, so now, at this point, we've got the rickshaw. We've bought her from a brand new garage, which she's been souped up. She's been delivered to us. I forgot about this as well. We actually asked to put um, a roof rack on her as well, That's which right. wasn't standard. Yeah, and they so just they, did it for us, didn't they? They just welded one on the roof, like. <laughs> yeah, sweet. But yeah, no, you, you make it sound like we just went down a back alley and bought one. It wasn't a garage. Craig, it was a showroom. Oh, it was a showroom, She yeah. freaking fancied me. Like, yeah. she was brand spanking you when we picked her up. She was so fancy that she came with a chocolate pie. She sure did. Um, it sounds really dodgy, but if you listen to the first podcast, you know what we're talking All about. All will make sense. So yeah, we got this rickshaw after an absolute mission in Delhi. Um, our mate Deepak, which we met like quite late on, that's his real name. We can use his real name because we he, know he's, Deep, he's a family man. He's you know? not an Indian gangster, so we can use his his, his real name. He's not about to poison anyone, hopefully. <laughs> um, so Deepak, when we bought the rickshaw, we had to drive about an hour home in it back to New Delhi because it was just outside of Delhi. Yeah. So Deepak drove us home. So we had maybe, was it like two or three days or two days in Delhi just to like tie up loose ends? 
We bought some whiskey for the boys for helping That's us out. That's right, yeah. Let's, let me just... <laughs> Deepak, right? He's like the Michelin man, isn't he? Mich- Michelin man? That's what it means. But Indian. He was like a little puff pastry of a guy. And I just thought he was stunning. <laughs> he was stunning, though. <laughs> he was so cute and just all so friendly. Yeah, but he drove us back because we didn't have insurance. Oh, no, you were just afraid, weren't you? Well, I'd never, I'd never driven on the roads, so yeah. yeah Deepak drove us home. It was dark as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a we... recipe for death if you were to have driven us back <laughs> that know. day. We got back to Delhi, and um, so the next day, we were like in those super busy streets that we we were describing last time, and we just took her out for a spin, didn't we? Remember that? No, I don't remember, Craig. Remember we had to reverse. It was like that super tight where they driven that into the alley. In the poo? Amy tried to help out, dropped someone's scooter on the floor, stepped in a pile of shit. <laughs> I didn't realise the scooter was so heavy and I had to get out of the road and then I just dropped it because it was so heavy and the guy was like, oh, shaking his head and I was like, help me, pick it up. Oh. And then I stood in poo and then a dog had to go at me. And but... then she tried to get back in the rickshaw with her shitty little shoe. Oh. So, um, <laughs> so we... Reversed it out after about 20 minutes. We had to get a guy to help us because I couldn't even do that. And then we just drove around the streets, remember? We didn't go that far. We went around the block about three times. Lay the picture down. It's India. It's boiling. No, no. Sorry. It was cold. It was freezing up there, And we had to... I bought like a three-pound jacket. And it was lush, proper like retro orange and black ski thing. But... um, so yeah, it was like super busy, super loud. Like all your senses will just be thrown off. So for you to have to get on that road in your own brand spanking new vehicle that you would not want anybody to hit, mm. it's terrifying. It is. But the mad thing is when you are driving around, it's like organized chaos. Like when you first look at it, you're like, oh my God, I would never drive in that. But once you get the hang of it and you get into it, it's like everybody, they're almost like, the best, they're either the best drivers in the world or the worst, do you know what I mean? But you think about this though, Craig, how brave you were to do that. <laughs> like, like we will be saying this throughout this series, but so many people told us we couldn't do this. Yeah. Like, when we were researching whether or not it could be done, if people had done anything like this before, people have said, if you go on those motorways, you're going to die. And yeah. we, we really had to, like, think... Do we want to do this? Is this something we can do, you know? Mm. But then when we got there, we found out, you know, you find out you do it for yourself and it just works. As long as you're not driving at night and you're not driving like a lunatic, you know? Yeah. But you have to be as loony as the rest of them to fit in. Yeah, I and think be safe. <laughs> once you start getting a bit ballsy and driving like a bit of a nutter, then you drive better. Because if you're a bit timid, then that's when it's more dangerous. Yeah, for sure. It's a kind of like normal driving, you know, don't drive like a nutter. But if you're mm. more confident, then there's less chance you're going to crash. Definitely. You did so well as well. Because you just have to throw yourself into it. You can't go, all right, five o'clock, everyone finishes work. We'll go out after that. Mm. It is constantly mayhem. <laughs> I know. Absolute mayhem. The thing was, is like, when I, when someone's watching you, like when they were teaching me how to drive the rickshaw... I was like making mistakes. I was super nervous because someone was like literally on my shoulder being like, no, no. So I couldn't wait to just get in the rickshaw and drive it on my own. Yeah. And it was like when I passed my test, my driving test, as soon as I got in the car on my own, I drove. I felt like I drove much better because there was yeah. no pressure. So yeah, getting in the rickshaw, it was like terrifying, but I, I was able to pick it up because I had nobody like shouting in my ear like, yeah. don't do it like that. Yeah, yeah. T- took a while. So, so break it down. 
This is an auto rickshaw, which means that it's got three wheels and it has a motor. Yeah. And it had gears as well, didn't it? It had gears, which were really strange. So you basically, you've got a throttle on your right hand and then on your left hand, you've got like what looks like a brake. And so you re- you rev it like, and then once you're like, oh, as, revs as high enough, <laughs> <laughs> then you, you pull the like brake handle in and you twist the left um handle forwards to change gear which was so weird yeah so forward is first gear mm-hmm. and then you you take the clutch out and then you go in and back down to go to second gear third how many and fourth four, four gears so there's four gears so first gear was forward i don't know how you even remember this i don't remember that and then you go back down to the other gears and the brake was a pedal on the floor on your right foot which so, makes it mental because yeah in the car that's your um, accelerator, your accelerator or throttle <laughs> so if you you know you want to go a bit faster you could end up putting the brake on yeah. which throws everybody forward and out of the rickshaw it took me a little while but yeah it was like such an exciting feeling because we we'd been we felt like we were kind of trapped in delhi yeah and all that crazy shit happened but we couldn't wait to leave like we it, were so yeah. excited to start the road trip because that was the proper beginning you mm-hmm. know it was a bit of that but it was a bit of oh we've been here for so long we're actually terrified to leave yeah you know we, we got a bit comfortable and thought oh shit We've actually got to go somewhere now. So, yeah, it, it did turn out to be pr- a pretty amazing, but a terrifying in the beginning and throughout, really. Yeah, it kind of got worse as it progressed. But it was just such, yeah, that moment when we were just... Because we left, we tried to leave as early as we could from Delhi. So. That's right. So where was our first trip? So the first place we were heading for was a place called Agra which is probably the most touristy place in India because that's where the Taj Mahal is. The Taj Mahal. And a lot of people said like, oh, don't go to Agra because the Taj is overrated. But we, we went. But we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But we'll talk about when we Get set up. Getting there. On the highway masala. <laughs> that was the first legit <laughs> <Mama>. highway. <laughs> that's what it was called. Oh, we were dying when we seen it, weren't we? So funny. So the first drive, which is, this is mental. It was 136 miles we did. On our first ever drive Shut in the rickshaw, yeah. But it was all right, wasn't it? Because it was mainly motorway miles and there was yeah. next to nobody on the motorway. Yeah. Even though we stuck to the hard shoulder a lot of the time <laughs> anyway, just out of pure fear. Yeah. Just to give you an, an example, and this is in the vlog, so you might have seen this already, but um, this is how crazy the Indian motorways are. We, we were like probably 10 miles in, like on the full-on motorway. This guy stops his car in the middle lane... <laughs> Gets out of the car on the motorway and just starts pointing at a building with his mate. Showing his mate. Can you even <laughs> imagine that happening on the M4? Someone just stopping their little Fiat 500 and going, oh, look at that little building Completely over there. Completely different way of life and rules. Oh, hang on, the window cleaner's here. Hold, hold that thought. I owe my fiver. So we're on the highway masala. Sorry about that. Cruising along. And um, so when we mentioned before the rickshaw was petrol and CNG, um, we were our first drive. We were driving on CNG because it, ra- it actually ran a lot smoother off the gas. Yeah. Um, ran out of gas. Yeah. Deepak told us how to change it over. So basically, there's like a little switch, and you're supposed to burn out the gas out of some sort of container. Yeah. So like keep the rickshaw running until all the gas is gone, but but have been pulled over. Yeah. So yeah. we were like slowing right right down on the highway, pulled over, turned the switch, rickshaw doesn't start. Fantastic. <laughs> keen, keen listeners we are when Deepak told us, took in all our information, didn't we? We did, yeah. Um, so 
We get Deepak on the blower. We're like, Deepak, we're just on the outskirts of Delhi. I'll just start the rickshaw. <laughs> so we FaceTime and we were there for about 40 minutes trying to get a start. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, you know, was... memory like a goldfish me. I'm glad we forgot to mention that Craig's got a diary and we're reading from these diary extracts because he kept he kept a journal every single day. So that's how he remembers it. But some things I'm just like, what? No. <laughs> so yeah, luckily Deepak helped us out and we got back on the road, switched to the back to the petrol. And um but we only had a little bit of petrol, so our, we had our first like petrol station stop, which was so funny. I remember it. There was about thirty Indian guys came over it for came selfies out of and all of the nooks and crannies, and yeah. we had selfies galore, didn't we? Yeah, like we didn't really get that many in Delhi unless we went to a temple. Yeah, like on the streets, we didn't really get any selfies. We we were in a tourist destination spot, so they obviously mm. they weren't there into us you know but then when you get two little vanilla fellas rocking up in a rickshaw at a petrol station they're like what is going on here what are they playing at this yeah. one i'm gonna get one for the mantelpiece it was amazing because yeah they all just wanted individual selfies and they they just couldn't believe what was going on could they no it was they were just shocked they were a lot of people just look so they do this thing in india they either have the, have the head wobble which love, is like love that it can mean a million things and you end up amy actually ended up picking up the head wobble which was i dance hilarious. Her in head wobble yeah it's crazy how it affects you but they, they do this other thing where they like kind of do like an italian hand and they throw their hand in the air and i asked someone what it means and he basically said it means what the fuck <laughs> and loads of people were doing that to us when we were driving they'd be like what the so yeah, it was a an interesting start, wasn't it? Yeah, we were buzzing and everyone was beeping and waving and laughing and videoing us on the on the motorway and we got pulled over a few times on the highway. Myself. I think I but we were we were happy. We were like, yeah, no problem. We'll pull over. We'll have some chats. We'll have some photos. But by the end of it, we were like, don't fucking stop me. We got places to be. I can't. I'm. I am done with stopping for selfies. But yeah, we were. We were buzzing then, weren't we? We were buzzing, We were on the way to the Taj Mahal, which we'd only ever sort of thought about. You know, people are like, oh, don't bother going there, it's it's overrated. And people are like, it's just the same as the pictures. But we were like, no, we're in India, we've got to go there. And I'm glad we did. So that night, we we planned on going to the Taj the next day because we wanted a full day of it. You know, this that day when we got there will never leave me. (laughs) Can you remember why? You, you're so aggressive, actually. What? I can remember this now. <laughs> Bearing in mind, I've just driven for seven hours. <laughs> did I not take? Did I not do any of it? You did about a mile. I, I think. was terrified. I really was. But I feel like I could. I should have done a bit more then, knowing that we were on quite a, <laughs> just like a straight, quiet road. But we got there, and we got to a hostel. <laughs> Hang on, let me just read this diary. Extract. Okay, go ahead. Uh, got to Agra and our hotel, Hotel Safari, around four, 4 p.m. For £6 a night, it's not bad at all. Although the only crusty towel we were given had poo stains on it and the toilet paper was rationed. Oh, don't stay in Hotel Safari, lads. <laughs> I don't think it was until the next day we realised it had bed bugs when we woke up. In that no, right? we left that night. Oh no, the next morning. Yeah, it was, we stayed there. So go on, tell Because you- the dogs were screaming in the bloody lane at the back of it all night. Do you want to talk about what happened or do you want to move past that? I mean, I'll talk about it. I need to, I need to talk about Th- it. This is like, um, <laughs> it's not funny. I'm laughing because it's so mental, but this is like a typical Indian street scene. So go on, set the scene. So obviously, you know, you've got, you've got your hostel there and then it was gated and there was like a little rake by the side of the gate, right? So I walked out, had a little look here and there 
And I saw this, like, obviously she wasn't pregnant anymore. She'd had her babies, this dog, and she had those big boobs, the big floppy boobs that you get when you go, <laughs> when you get like that. Sorry, Craig's drinking. Don't spit that everywhere. <laughs> she had her little floppy boobs. And then this pack of, like, boys started on her. Obviously, I'm not having any of that. Dogs. Dogs. Yes, dogs. Yeah, you said boys like it was children. Sorry. Do- sorry, dog boys. <laughs> and um, they were growling at her. And I was like, oh, don't even start with me now. And one of them um, bit her leg and pulled it. And she screamed, obviously. So I grabbed the rake and went for him. <laughs> I wonder why you mentioned the rake earlier. Yeah, because I needed I needed something. So I went for him and he backed off then. And then and then they all looked at me. So I backed off and he went for her again. And she fell into like a, what would you call it? Like the grotty little runoff river thing. Yeah, so there's like little dig outs on the side of, of the hostel where like, like disgusting water. Like if you drank it, you would die or minging waters in there and she fell in there it it didn't like she didn't drown like it just came up to maybe her neck but she couldn't get back out because of her floppy boobs and everything <laughs> and I was screaming for Craig and I was like Craig you need to come you need to help us he's I, he was just not interested whatsoever no, I was I don't, on the I don't verge of crying being interested you wouldn't come and help me anyway anyway she, I couldn't hear you I was in the room I was shouting she walked through the the water through a little tunnel and then came back out the other side and I'd managed I was fuming with these dogs I'd managed to get them to go away but she like slowly walked out and I was like oh my god I was like we need to keep her like we need to save her somehow and then she walked and then she lay down for a bit and she was licking all her wounds and stuff and then she walked a bit more and then a donkey snapped at her and she started running and I was like (laughs) don't, don't laugh it wasn't funny, Craig. It was just so <laughs> mental. And I couldn't go up and beat the freaking donkey. So I was like, run! <laughs> go on, girl, just run! Oh, I just... Oh. And that, like, it just... It really, like, <laughs> damages my soul. It does. Like, oh, when I see her. stray dogs... And we always manage to go to these Asian countries. That has the stray dogs. Yeah. Affects my mental health, Craig. It does affect you. I've, I've still be thinking about her to this day. I wonder where she is. The thing is, I honestly can't remember that. And if you just screamed for my help, I would have been there. But you were like outside the hotel and yeah. I was in the room, which was like miles away. Mm. Um, I do love animals too, but Amy like wants He's to save every single one. And, He's and a monster. Sometimes you just can't. Bless her. But yeah, well, it's not a, not the best day when you get attacked by a group of boys and then a donkey, and is it? And a fucking donkey. <laughs> so anyway, the next day... God bless you, Ruth, wherever you are to Ruth. this day. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. And you found your bloody babies. And you got her. some bras for your floppy boobs. Stop it. So we moved to the, another hostel or hotel. We spent a bit more because we were like, we're sick of this dive. Well, yeah, I mean, you were driving for so long. The the last thing you want is to be kept up at night or... Well, we were. We we, we had mosquitoes. We got bitten That's alive. That's right. That's yeah. right. We never and thought India would have mosquitoes, did we? No, we didn't. It's because it was getting hotter. Yeah. So yeah, we moved to a nice place and then we went to the Taj Mahal. Yeah. And what a bloody dream that place was. Incredible. I loved it. It was fabulous, wasn't it? It was so, so cool. It's so peaceful in the grounds. Mm, and clean. And clean. And there's not actually... I didn't see many tourists. No. No. Which it was really like surprised 98% Indian people. Yeah. And they were all wearing like their Sunday best. Yeah. Which I just... Oh, you could just go and people watch for forever. Mm. You take a photo anywhere and it's so colourful. Like the dresses and the bling that these women and these girls have got on. It just... It's incredible. Mm. Just lovely to see. And really like smacks you in the face with culture, doesn't it? 
just something we don't have. Like yeah. you walk down the street and most people are in grey or black, heads mm. down, but everyone was so welcoming. They wanted pictures with us. I know. And I had freaking dungarees on. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'll get in your picture. I don't feel dressed for the part though. You had a cap on backwards as well, didn't well, you? Probably, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were lovely, really. Yeah. And and yeah, we sort of closed our eyes until we actually got to the front of the Taj Mahal and we could open them and see the whole thing in its entirety. Yeah fabulous it was class brilliant place i'd always wanted to see it we both did and yeah just to actually see it in person we spent quite a lot of time as well just wandering around Mm -hmm. like there's so many different angles you can watch it from as well and there's little temples off to the side of it Mm. and you can go in there's not much inside um oh yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't pay to go inside there's just the two the two dead people in there right well there's two tombs Yeah. so him and then his wife i can't remember the story Oh, you're rubbish. It's on the vlogs, if you want to know the actual fact. We did say it at once. I think they were in love and they were buried together in there. But that's all that's in there. But you can't see them. Like, oh, I, I no got, gory bits or anything. I got a good fact. Go ahead. But they said it could be, like, um, rumours. Right. But apparently, he wanted, to build, he wanted to build an exact replica, a bit in black, across the river. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, imagine how cool that would have been. Yeah. But this is an actual fact, right? Mm. Taj Mahal. It was built by 22,000 labourers, painters, stonecutters and embroidery artists. Wow. 22,000 people. I wonder how much that cost, like, whenever it was built. I know. Oh, no, there was... I did get that fact up, but I've lost it. I think it was, like, the equivalent today would be $100 million. (gasps) Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. It took 17 years to build. Bloody hell. It wouldn't take that this day and age, would it? I mean, to build something like that, probably, yeah. No, you have to, like, sculpt not. every single stone on it. Yeah, man. They can build hospitals in China in, like, six days. God bless you if you've got the coronavirus. No, they just chucked up beds in the gymnasium, didn't they? No. Oh. Okay, facts, right? <laughs> Guess guy, BBC on, and that. <laughs> so the Taj Mahal was a great success. We would definitely recommend going. Yeah, it was brilliant. Where did we go after that? So, the next plan after that because we were sort of in and out of Agra. The one thing we noticed with Agra as well that it was so much more expensive than New Delhi because mm. obviously New Delhi is not a massive tourist attraction whereas Agra is like super touristy. So like drinks and food and everywhere there was like twice the price of Delhi. We couldn't believe yeah. it because yeah. we've been living so cheap there. Mm-hmm. But please, please, whatever you do, don't skip New Delhi. It's one of my favourite places yeah, in the world. It is mad. So the next plan then after... Um, Agra, we wanted to get to Jaipur, so we were heading... Jaipur! Ah, oh, we'll start the next vlog with that, shall we? What? With what? You're a pussycat doll song. <laughs> no. I think that's what they say. <laughs> so, we had a monster drive, so the first drive was like 130 miles, this one was 160 miles. Because we yeah. had to make up time, see, because we spent three weeks trying to get the rickshaw, had eight weeks in total, hence the big drives. Yeah. We do this to ourselves, though, don't we? Say we do it. It's you, never like a nice a... little relaxing tour in the back. <laughs> Whilst I get knots in my back from just yanking on the throttle. So I get the little violin out. <laughs> so um, started driving from Agra, crashed into a post. Oh, it's that day, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's your party. You're not brand spanking anymore. Well, this is what, what happens with me. Like, if too many people tour, oh, I'm dear. not very good at multitasking. And in India, you can't multitask if there's 400 people telling you what to do. And shouting. Oh, my God. And then beeping, and then cows, and then, like, police. Oh, you just, your brain is mush. This was on one corner. So I was trying to manoeuvre around this post. 
too many people. There's like a, a rickshaw driver half jumping in to try and take over. I was like, I got it, bro. Yeah, literally Lead me to it. trying to grab the handlebars. And then I just crashed into a post because it was all too much. It was all too much, Craig. But the guy who was trying to jump in turned out to be a fella named Mace. Ah, uh, Mace. Remember Mace? I would never have remembered his name if you hadn't written that down I know, I wouldn't diary. have either. So Mace was an absolute champion and he was a rickshaw driver. So he had the proper skills. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I'll take you to my tea shop. Mm-hmm. And we were like, let's go to your tea shop then. And it was so cool, wasn't it? Yeah, he got us out of that situation pronto, didn't he? Yeah. And he drove us, it felt like quite a long time he drove for. And we went to this like back end of nowhere, like yeah. down this alleyway. Mm-hmm. And um, he made us some chai and we met his family. and We met the village. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could have been his whole family, but it, it was a small village of people. I just love that though in India. Like imagine that happening in the UK. Someone crashes, someone gets into their car for them. Gets them out of the situation and drives them to their house and makes a cup of tea. Makes that would never tea. happen. And the tea there is phenomenal. Like, it is. You can't describe. You, you managed to get vegan chai tea at some point, didn't you? Yeah, well, I just, I was having it with no milk. They could do, black do it black, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just put so many spices in there. It's just delicious. Sugar, so I'm surprised we came on with teeth, to be honest. I know, yeah. But yeah, like go on our website. Have we got pictures of it on our website? Of what? India. No. No. Um, Facebook. And we've got shots of us in Chapati, just surrounded by all these faces. And we've got like little cups of tea. And then they now and again, they throw a kid in and be like, selfie with this one. And we'd <laughs> yeah. be like, okay. Yeah. So, um, so fun. And whilst you were there, like chatting with the family, he took me off. He, he was like, I want to show you something. And he took me like down this alleyway because I needed the toilet. And he said, oh, come and have a look at this. And it, his like cousin had a little shoe... Um, shoemaking shop yeah. and there was like 10 puppies in there and all these guys making these shoes I was like this is mad yeah it was so cool like that's what we wanted from this trip so yeah. I think to to start it off and already have like people taking us places and it was all so sporadic wasn't yeah. it? and super exciting because you would never get that if you just like caught a train somewhere or exactly you know you've yeah. got to get a rickshaw and crash it before you're gonna have any fun <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is so cool though because we wanted to meet those people we want to meet the people of india and they they want to touch your arms they want to some people don't believe that your skin is real and you know they're just so intrigued by your face and your color and it's just so mad yeah. so mad that you know the world hasn't not all parts of the world has experienced it all yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think in like 10 years, every part of the corner of the world will have been found and seen. And Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Kind of, yeah. So we're still having those unique experiences now yeah. before it's too late, you know? Well, for, for us, yeah. But for them, the, the reason they're so shocked is because they don't... You know, we were in the back end of nowhere and they've mm-hmm. never seen... That's what I mean, though. ...people in the flesh. Soon, I think all places will be inhabited with lo- loads of different types of people. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. It, you'd have to... You've got to be a special kind of person to live in India, though, because it's pretty hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember one one time we were on this beach in India and this guy came up to me and we were chatting and he was like, are your eyes real? Because he'd never seen anyone with blue eyes. He was like, they look fake, they're amazing. I was like, thanks, love. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mad to think, like... Because we've been so lucky in our life to have met, met so many different people from mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I guess some people, they just wouldn't have, you know? Yeah, yeah. They would never have left their town, you know? Mm. A lot of people that we've met. I just wish, I'm like, if we win the lottery, I'm going to fly Zara out of Iran. I'm going to take Mason. I'm going to fly him somewhere with his whole village of family. Yeah. I would just love to do so much for people, you know? Yeah. And take Yande to see some snow. I met Yande oh, from Bali. He said, my dream was to see some snow. I was like, oh, I'd love to take him I somewhere. Love it. One day we will. 
So yeah, so we're back on the road now, thanks to Mace, and um, we're heading for Jaipur. So not a lot happened on this drive, but we kind of were just stopping off at random places to get drinks and food. Remember we stopped off, that place had little um, like pottery, clay cups, clay cups yeah. yeah, and we had some chai and bourbons, we found bourbons there. Yeah, you had them. And um, yeah, so we headed to Jaipur and then got a night's kip, and then we went to the Monkey Temple. So that was good fun. I remember the Monkey Temple. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> I think because we went, we obviously, we go to Bali quite a lot. And uh, the Monkey Forest in Bali is probably one of my favourite places in the world. But a monkey did bite me there on my hand. It wasn't hard because I flinged him off. Flinged him, did you, I bro? I flinged him. But like, flinged him one now time. I'm always just a little bit worried about, about the monkey. So whenever I see them, I'm like, oh, oh. You know, they'll run past you and I swear they're just winding me up, but they, they terrify me, really. <laughs> they're big floppy balls. But then there's always someone there who you can pay f- to put them on your head. <laughs> Not for well, me. the balls? No, yes. Yes, the balls. <laughs> so yeah, the Monkey Temple was cool. Jaipur as a whole was like a really nice place because we, we did a few bits there. We did... Um, so Jaipur is known as the blue city, right? No, that's Jodhpur. Jaipur oh. is the pink city. The pink city, that's yeah. right. So we did the, the city palace, Amber Fort. Um, yeah, that was about it. All the, all the usual tourist attractions. Yeah, we kind of did, yeah. But we were getting to drive to the places ourselves yeah. and stop off. You know, there was places where we would stop off and there'd be like one guy feeding a thousand pigeons. I know you can see that in London, but do you know what I mean? It was just random stuff. Yeah. on the way that we would stop at, yeah, which was really cool. And um, actually, the, there is a fact about Jaipur. Mm-hmm. It's, it's home to the world's most expensive hotel suite. Did you know that? The world? In the world. In India? In India, yeah. No. So do you remember when we drove past that lake and there was like a yellow hotel in the middle and you have to get a boat to it? Right. That is the Raj Palace Hotel. And it has a presidential suite, which costs $50,000 a night. I don't even believe you. Google it. I will. It, how mental is that? That's crazy. Beer paper. I wonder if anyone actually stays there. Who's dropping that on a night? Like, why don't you just get a premier in? Do you know what I mean? 30 quid. I mean, it's a bed at the end of the night. But that's what this travelling malarkey has turned us into. I'm going away with my mum now. She's 60 this year. So next month I'm taking her to Iceland. And... Uh, She's just like, let's stay somewhere fancy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> let's just get somewhere cheap because it's only a bed at the end of the night. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, we've we've become those those cheap travellers, so haven't we? You've got to, you know, when you're travelling for a long time, you've got to make it last long. Otherwise, you just lose all your money. Yeah. So yeah, I love Jaipur. I thought it was brilliant. We, um... Oh, Jaipur Craig was the one where those guys gave me the flag. Because the flag got stolen. <laughs> yeah. And we started chanting something. It was, I didn't even know what it was. Something political. Um, what did you actually say? You were like... Well, we woke up in the morning Jim. and we went outside. And we're always like terrified that somehow the rickshaw is going to get stolen or, you know, just stupid things. Obviously, it would never. But, um, and our flags. So we had like little India flags that we like sellotaped onto both sides of the back. <laughs> um, and they were taken. And a guy... I think he, he knew what had happened or whatever. And he came over with two new little flags for us. And we were so chuffed, weren't we? Mm. And then he, he he got his mate to start filming. And um, they started saying something. And they wanted me to say it too. But I just said it all wrong, didn't I? Amy was like, I think you said something like, Jin, 
Jindavad, in the sky. In the sky, when it wasn't that at all. But it was something else, I can't remember what it was. I, but, um... I've, I've got it here. <laughs> Anyway, I, I think I think it meant like India is the greatest when I just completely mess it up. And Amy was basically like India in the sky. And he was going, no, 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 no. He's like, Jindavad, Indavai, or so whatever what it was. I can't remember, but good times, good times. Yeah, you replaced our, our flags. So yeah, we just potted around um, Jaipur, saw a few bits. I got a haircut for 50p. Oh, that was... Um, uh, Jaipur was the first place that we actually had a passenger. Oh, yeah. Remember the holy man from the temple? This was after we got charged £5 to have, be blessed with a bit of redness on our forehead. <laughs> and then Craig was like, nah, mate, I'll give you 50p. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we picked up the monk. The, yeah. Uh, I am management master. Management master. He was a legend, wasn't he? He was until he said... No wife, happy life. <laughs> and then I gave him the eye and he started laughing. Little <laughs> bugger. What a cheeky devil. Cheeky devil. But yeah, that was another, like, s- something that never would have happened if, you know, if we'd just done the, the typical thing. Mm. So we had, you know, we were able to give a monk a lift. Yeah. And you had a haircut. <laughs> I just said that. You oh. missed it. <laughs> Sorry. Remember the cow walked past when you had a haircut and I was like, where are we? <laughs> what is happening? Also, this is, this is something that we noticed. Um, which is mad. Um, they've got this mad technique, the, the the males in India, where they're able to like drop a knee in the street and just like have a pee, a yeah. sneaky pee. So they yeah. zip down their fly. So it looks like they're just like trying to do up their shoe, but they're just taking a piss. Yeah. And there's usually like a little like guttering in the street where they go, isn't it? Yeah. They don't just go anywhere. Like <laughs> FYI, when people are like Indian shit in the street, that's not true. Yeah. We never saw anyone shit in the street. No. Although Amy did step in a lot of shit in the street. Human. Human or, or no. dog. Who knows? <laughs> Only the toothbrush that I found on the road to clean them off with will know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's where we are. We got to Jaipur and the, the traffic there when we turned up was mental as well. I think that was the first time you were going into a, a major city with crazy traffic. Yeah, like Agro was busy, but like it was kind of... You can't imagine how stressed Craig was. I literally just had to shut up the whole time because if I'd have said something, it would have sent him over the edge. So I'm it's... just like, I'm here for support. You know, touch him on his shoulder, like, get off me. Don't touch me. But it's like, yeah, it's just... A whirring chaos of beeps and what were colours. you afraid of? Hitting someone else, crashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or were, I mean... like doing someone else damage. I yeah. didn't really care. If, well, obviously, I would care if we crashed, but yeah, yeah. It's just it's tough though because like you're not going that fast at all. But people are like swerving. They they will not wait. <laughs> they will get in any nook and cranny yeah. they can and just barge on through. You know. But we got quite good at that towards the end. I got you did, quite yeah. good at that towards Very the end. Very much so. Yeah. So that's it. So for this episode, Agra and Jaipur, and on the next episode, we'll be moving on. I'll give you a tenner if you tell me where we went next. I don't even know, actually. Jodhpur. It was either Jodhpur. I think it was Jodhpur, yeah. So right now, we're set at about three quarters of the way up India. We have to make it down to the bottom. We're going west first. Yeah. To Jaithalmer. Jaithalmer. So just before we end this podcast, I would like to hit you with what India has invented as a country. Oh, yeah, go on What then. they've made. Chess. Shut up. Buttons. Bloody hell. Shampoo. 
cotton, wireless communications, <laughs> snakes and ladders, diamond mining, and last but not least, the ruler. I mean, the world wouldn't spin without all that, would it, really? No, no, it wouldn't. We so, got loads of diamonds. We wouldn't have any diamonds if it weren't for the Indians. <laughs> Lol. Yeah, India is a great place if you can stomach it. Literally, if you if you are happy having the shits, then we we were alright for that first leg, weren't we? Three weeks we went, yeah, eating loads of food. Oh my god, I can't I can't describe to you. You gotta go. Yeah, mad scenes. Thinking back, like I just can't stop smiling now. Thinking of the whole trip it was insane. And I'm sure people want to know, like, if they can get a rickshaw, how we got the rickshaw and, you know, is it possible for them to do it? Because I've had quite a lot of emails saying, oh, we'd love to get the rickshaw. Where did you do it? How did you do it? What's the tips? Yeah. I, I do have a blog post on it coming out. Coming out, is C- it? Coming soon to a screen. <laughs> Amy says this once a week. I'm going to do a blog post on that. It's like a running joke now. Do a blog post. But um, but yeah, so which has got kind of all the details on how we picked it up and whatever. So I don't believe it was like one hundred percent legal through and through. Yeah. But it it will do for India. Do you know what I mean? If we were to get stopped by the police, everything would be legit to them. Well, they're really nice, actually. I I was kind of worried about the police. Um, oh no, that guy. We did get stopped one time. He tried to charge us. Yeah, I can't remember where we were. Remember that? He he wanted like one point five million. No. Yeah, we went down like a wrong uh, a wrong street, but oh, yeah, yeah. we were driving down the motorway the wrong way once and the police were just like, oh, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> he just sent us back the other way and yeah. he was fine with it. Yeah, but we'll get we'll get to all that in good time. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening to the King It podcast, lads. It's been uh, much requested, which is really cool because yeah. we love doing these and it's quite funny reminiscing about all the crazy is, shit yeah. we've been up to. It is mad, but you know what I mean. You put you put yourselves in these situations. I'm going to say to you, we highly recommend India over like a two-week all-inclusive in Spain or any just normal holiday like this year. Really think about throwing yourself out there. Throw yourself into like cultural travel outside of your comfort zone, somewhere where you'd think, oh, I don't think I could do that. Please do it. Mm. And just like... You know, have that challenge with yourself, with nobody else, and just, I bet you a hundred pounds that you go there and you go, I'm so glad I did that, Mm. wherever it is in the world, you know? I know, we don't really, because we're always like doing something and moving on to the next one, because like not long after India, we were straight into the bus, you know, we won the bus on eBay, so we never get a chance to reflect on the stuff we've done and like the stories we've got just from India. We've got enough to tell people for a hundred years, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they've changed the people we are they they make us the people we are by mm. seeing these people and seeing how people live and what they eat and how much money they earn and you just don't take your life for granted when you get home from a place like this do you i know yeah i i've honestly i think because it was just because i got so ill even though i loved it flying home to and seeing the green grass of wales mm. i was so grateful for where i lived yeah um but yeah you're still talking yeah always remember Rule your own world, rule your own holidays, rule your own life. Still preaching, yeah. One, two, three. Bye. Bye.